Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of Film Nights. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're uh, we're talking about the ridiculous six. <laughs> Jack Henry, how are you guys doing today? Well, I was doing all right. <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was doing pretty fine up until I've just about two hours ago. About, about two hours ago, yeah. About two <laughs> hours ago, when I strolled up in here and flicked on Netflix, yeah, and just watched. Well, I can't even, describe, <laughs> can't even begin to put it into words. To be honest, Richie. Well, we'll get into that. In uh, in a, a minute or so. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how's everyone's week been? Looking forward to the new year. Everyone had a good Christmas. Yes. Yeah, it was a great Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. I got everything I wanted. Yeah. We're recording this obviously quite early before Christmas, so. But when it goes out, it'll be after Christmas. So yeah, you're looking yeah. forward to the new year. Yes, yes I, I am. 2016. I yeah. guess we'll talk a bit more about that later when we're um, when we next... move on to a special segment for the uh, end of the year episode. Yeah. I hope comedy. Uh... Has a bit much better year next year. That's all I can say. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll just move swiftly on and get this over with. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> yes, please. Come on. <laughs> In this week's episode, we're reviewing the Ridiculous Six. We will be discussing major spoilers for this film, but if anybody cares, <laughs> if uh, anyone's still watching by the time <laughs> yeah. we get around to, uh, I think spoilers. just I think just the fact we finished it is an achievement. We're pr- <laughs> should be proud of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here's a clip. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, friend. Need any help getting her out? She's not really stuck, amigo. She's just a diversion. She's a virgin? I'm a virgin, too. Unless you count cantaloupes. I'm Lil Pete. So is your father like Big Pete? I didn't know my pa. But he was a bank robber like y'all. His name was Frank. Stockborn? How'd you know? Are you a wizard? The Ridiculous Six is written by Tim Herlihy and Adam Sandler and was directed by Frank Karachi. It stars Adam Sandler, Terry Crews. Stars. Features. Features Adam Sandler, Terry Crews, George Garcia, or Jorge Garcia, I don't know how you pronounce that. Taylor Lautner, Rob Schneider, Luke Wilson, and a bunch of other people. Who are unlucky to be in it. <laughs> Here's a synopsis. An outlaw who was raised by Native Americans discovers that he has five half-brothers. Together, the men go on a mission to find their wayward deadbeat dad. What did you two think of the ridiculous well, <laughs> six? If you can work out how he felt about it from that intro, um, it was... I can't actually think of a word that is... Well, is I can, I can give, I can give you one. No, it I don't, into but, his title. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Not, quite, not quite strong enough, though. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? I can't think of a word that's strong enough to actually push, portray how like, bad you, it was. You shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah, well, right? shit, yes. Yeah. But even that's, I think... Not, not, Put it lightly. Yeah, putting it very lightly, <laughs> I think. Lightly. I mean, two hours will never get back. I it mean, was... I think, I think it's the worst film I've seen this year. Absolutely. Um, nothing comes close to it. Um, never mind this year. Up. Oh, one of the worst I've ever, ever seen. Yeah, I'd go that far as well. Yeah, I, I'm, str- I'm struggling to think of a film that I've seen that is worse. <laughs> you're actually film. telling, you're actually shouting at the film, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's how annoyed you were. Uh, yeah, it was at one point, yeah. <laughs> it's just, God, yeah, it was just frustrating to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, it was, the elements of comedy were not funny. To call it a comedy, not one, not, not once, no, not once did I laugh at it and think, "Oh, right, I've seen what I've done there. That's 
But all right, I'll give him that one. Yeah. Uh, no, not even that. Anyone else? Did anyone no, else get anything? No, no. no. no so it's not, not just, one moment. So it's not just me. No. For the fact that it's got one star ratings on Netflix, I think sort of says it all. And Netflix didn't even want it. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. If you just want to bring that point up. Um, yeah, so I just read on the trivia section of IMDb that Sony, Warner Brothers, Brothers Paramount were all offered it, all, all quite correctly refused it. <laughs> and then um, Netflix didn't even want it, but apparently Sandler had some contract with Netflix that they had to honour or something. and So it must have been that they'd already agreed to do it. Yeah. And then when they'd taken a closer look at it, they yeah. decided Don't, to drop yeah. it. And, yeah. But and they, they couldn't. And they reluctantly had to take it on anyway. And yeah. So even they... A contract didn't... that must have been brought up after Sandler realised that nobody wanted the film. Yeah. After all these other companies had obviously yeah. pushed it down. So even, even they didn't want it. So I mean, it just says it all, doesn't it? I mean, it was just absolutely terrible. And Adam Sandler, I mean, we all, we all went into it knowing it was going to be awful, of course we did. But I think even, we, I, I was surprised at just how bad it was. We, yeah, yeah, I was going to mean, because... I thought it was going to be bad, and I thought there would be a yeah. lot of really annoying jokes and shitty jokes, so I thought maybe there would have been a couple of things that made me chuckle. Yeah. yeah. Not one. Not, yeah. I, I was expecting at least a couple of things. In a two-hour comedy. To, to hold on to, and the length, two hours, is, is just ridiculous for, for that film. It's just... In, it's, in a, yeah. In a two-hour comedy, not once did we laugh. I mean, it's even to, just to call it a comedy is just offensive. <laughs> it is yeah. actually. Yeah. And considering is. the bad year that comedies had, I mean, this just tops it all up. <laughs> top, tops it all off. It does. The fact it's the last episode of the year and we've ended it <laughs> with this. <laughs> Wowie. Yeah. Should have just missed this week out. Finished on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a world away that is. A galaxy. Man. Galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Um, so how do you want to actually go about this? I mean, should we should we just start from the beginning, or, or should we just dive in I, I don't know. where should we feel just, appropriate? Yeah, I don't know what well, is there even a, to be said it about it. It was a bit of a blunderbuss film, wasn't it? So mm. I mean, you just go at it wherever you want. I mean, the the first the first major eye rolling moment was the um, when he attacked them. Scene. Was when he attacked them when he by. Walk, hand, doing a handstand. The old from the bag of flowers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's classic Adam Sandler comedy. I was expecting shit like that, so I, I was, I was like, I mean, okay, yeah. That, that, even, that's... even the characters said, "What happened there?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should be the same time I said it. As well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it looked, it just looked it just, awful. I mean, yeah. that is the kind of comedy that usually is does appear in an Adam Sandler film, but I, it I, just, I, I, th- I think it was trying to be deliberately. No. I th- no, I think it, I think that bit was because you could just tell by the way he was yeah. he was going about it. But they could have made it look better. I think the way we shot it. Obviously, it was supposed to look stupid. Yeah, yeah. But the way it was, it was the way that it was done. All right, yeah. He, he does a handstand and you speed up the footage, but it it was like it wasn't even speed sped up enough. Yeah, it, it was like it was he was supposed to be moving super fast. And it took like three seconds for it to happen <laughs> for him to go like ten yards. Yeah, it was. It was just confusing. Mm. I was just thinking, what? Yeah, I was just. I was thinking, yeah, what happened there? What mm. was that about? Yeah, and we a question I asked myself several times throughout this film. Yeah, and we, and we learned straight away that obviously he has this nickname or whatever, White Knife, I think it was, and he's obviously amazingly talented. Yeah, in case with... you didn't notice, I think he was quite talented yeah. with knives. I was about to I don't, say, I'm not sure they pushed that point. <laughs> I was about to say that was a point because that was the first time he, he sort of utilized it, and we saw all that. But then every five minutes, something with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my God. Possibly, actually, the worst example of that would be near the beginning when he's talking to his father. and uh, Oh, the water thing. The water barrel. <sighs> oh, my God. Which happened for absolutely no reason. Yeah. 
What was he even doing? He threw the knife at the barrel for nothing. No, I didn't. I didn't get it. So then the dad. This is just while having a random conversation that nobody gives a shit about. Uh, the, the, the dad decides to just he's throwing stones for whatever reason, and he throws one, hitting the knife out. Yeah, father and son. Apple <laughs> doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, and then Adam Sandler in he's his in his underarm of his weak left hand. Yeah, yeah. Pays he just flies, in. flies, in. flies exactly into the uh, the hole, uh, closing up the gap. And it's, it's, I just I don't even. Are we supposed to? Well, laugh what was Adam at that? Sandler's accent supposed to be as well? I mean, sometimes <laughs> it was just Adam Sandler, and sometimes it was the real Yeah, the deepest, I croakiest voice ever. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't understand what he was trying to be. Was what? he trying to be a sort of Native American? Well, he was raised. By, he was meant to have been raised by them. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what was going on there. And another close contender, in my opinion, this was worse actually with the knives. Was the fly in the dark when he uh, yeah, when he stabs uh, yeah. it and you hear it go like, and and then he, and then it carries on buzzing and they're like, oh, you didn't kill it. It didn't deserve to die. Oh fuck off! Yeah, so it didn't yeah. deserve to die. It just yeah. I, it, it just needed to know that it wasn't welcome here. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Embarrassing. In the end, when his uh, when his dad's pinned up, don't leave me here. Yeah, you can easily escape from that. You, <laughs> you can you can just see that the knives aren't even touching yeah. his jacket or anything about him. He's just he's literally just standing there with knives set around it. For the loss of this film, I just don't know what we're supposed to feel or what we're supposed to be laughing at. Yeah, there were times when, like, you thought, are we supposed to be sad now? When yeah, he, yeah. When he was talking about his mum. Yeah. After we've just seen some ridiculous scene with a knife. And after it's just paid no attention to trying to develop the character or anything. It's like right at the beginning there's a scene like that as well. Yeah, in a flashback. He just, like, just like, starts talking about his mother and it's like, oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't made clear how you were supposed to feel, was it? Yeah. Um, towards that were you supposed to feel a bit of empathy I couldn't tell if they were being oh, serious and I, I was paying so little attention to the whole film that I could, <laughs> yeah. maybe some of it's I on me it. yeah you went off to make a brew and we contemplated not finishing it and just that's how really, it really that's how bad it was yeah it was and um, but we thought no we've got we've got to stick to our guns we've, uh, we've got fans to I've never rolled my eyes so, so much in <laughs> jokes I actually got a better view of my uh, cerebral cortex. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually only full three sixty. We're actually past the point of arrow. Like it's it's just beyond that. It's just like yeah. like the majority of the jokes in this film. I wouldn't even describe as jokes. They weren't jokes. They no. were just, they were just the, the, the worst were, the worst one for me. They weren't jokes. Was, uh, they were just a running one. Is the the horse and the toilet humour oh, um, the donkey? Move your ass. Um, That's not being funny when we're at eight. That, that never was funny, and it never it never was funny in this film. I mean, he must have had this scene where he violently excretes about three times, mm. three, 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 two, four. three times, and then they had the guy at the end was doing it, the uh, wooden cutout, and um, yeah. you know, it, even the bank rob the whole bank robbing scene and the use of this donkey and and how he actually opened if, the safe, oh. but as if the the use of that toilet humour, extreme toilet humour, wasn't bad enough. Yeah. That it was just introduced in such an abrupt, nonsensical way that we were just you would you didn't even have a chance to react. You were just sitting back like, what? Yeah. Oh, uh, when, when he's in the stable. they just they just have a conversation. The donkey's there doing nothing, and the scene progresses and just goes on while they kind of have their interaction and then. Right at the end, very end of the scene, the donkey shits for ten seconds. 
And <laughs> I, I don't know how that's supposed to be establishing anything. It, it was bad enough having that kind of humour in it. I mean, it's never been funny. I've never found no. toilet humour funny. Is no. there anybody that really still finds it funny? No. no. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, yeah, that that whole... that Everything with the donkey in it. And they must know that that's not funny. I genuinely just, just think Adam Sandler just understands... <sighs> The yeah. format his films take and the demographic. I think he's just. I think he's. And he's just playing. He's just sort of parodying himself now, isn't he? I think. Yeah. I think he realizes that no one takes him seriously. I yeah. Think he's he's, he's um, just. He's just in it for the money. He's just what, he's following very, following his formula, and yeah. I think he thinks he has to make bad films because that's him. Yeah, but I think that's what he's done with this. I think he's yeah. purposely made one that's so ridiculously bad. Yeah. Because it's not like he put any effort into his performance, did he? No, it was, oh, no. It was so bad. He was just straight faced and stale throughout the whole and, thing. Well, he he was, mean, I mean, the, the only he's thing he's at that point in his career now where money's no obstacle, doesn't yeah. matter to him, does yeah. it? You know, he's made what I'd say two decent films in his whole career. One, I can't think of Happy, second. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison was okay. Billy Madison, and that's it, I think. Yeah, but I feel like what was the most appealing factor of Adam Sandler originally was um, how over the top he went and how he overreacted to loads to of things. Jim and Carrey, he did it? funny funny voices. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, kind of similar to Jim Carrey, except, is... except less talented yeah, than yeah, Jim Carrey. But so Jim Carrey's gone on to show throughout his career he's played a lot of different roles. Mm. Yeah, and he's, so actually, and he's actually got good comedic timing. Yeah. But That's credit to him. I mean, in this... He's, Adam Sandler's just is not even doing that he's just not got any charisma whatsoever it's like he just can't be bothered to even try for that's it that's why I couldn't work out his, every, his every other character was ridiculous and he was I don't even know what the fuck he was supposed to be just, he was just you couldn't even call him the straight man he was just bored wasn't he he just seemed really bored by it yeah he seemed bored he seemed like he didn't want to be there and I understand he, he's this big macho famous guy in the, in the group for being skilled with the knives and all this yeah but still, you still have some sort of personality, wouldn't you? Mm. Or just rewrite the character. <laughs> yeah. So to rewrite the character to your strengths yeah. as you are the writer of the film. Yeah. Or have, some, have someone else play the badass. Because he was so lazy and stuff. And what Jack said about the fly scene where he gets the fly with the knife. Yeah. Even, I understand that he's trying to make it look so effortless and it's all so easy to him. So the fact that he just mobs around doing nothing, he can just throw a knife and then <laughs> the world's sorted. <laughs> mm. I understand that, but... You, still, you've got to have something about you, I think. I just think it's... Well, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous how... <laughs> he had nothing. Yeah, yeah. Everything and he that, said was the same monotone level. Everything he did was done with the same... I logic. get it. I, yeah, I get the joke. He's trying to be Clint Eastwood or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's I, not working. No, it's really, really not working. Especially for the purposes of comedy. And you have he, to, if, you want to, if you want to make that comedic, you have to add something to it. You don't just co- try and copy it badly. No, and then the other brothers were well. I mean, let's start with. I think the first one we met was Ramon, the guy with the donkey. The donkey. I mean, again, I mean, I've not got a lot to say. Mexican really, stereotype. Yeah. Oh, you were saying throughout the film, this is bloody racist. Well, <laughs> Quite yeah. a lot of it was. Yeah. Yeah. And when he came, when when he walked in at the poker game, and what was the comment the guy made? He went, "Oh, a, a, a sneaky Mexican." Or he was fucking hell, yeah. yeah. Jesus, it's 2015. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? It's 2016. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was. Ju- so I don't know what to say about his character. I mean, again, just the same recurring jokes with the. Well, with they're, the all, they're all nothing and nothingness, weren't they? All the brothers, but I mean, 
The worst for me was Taylor Taylor Lord. Yeah, I think we all agree about that, especially Richie. He is, he is awful, awful. Although, Henry, you made the point earlier that the other guy, guy played by George Garcia, was also... Herm. Yeah. Herm, yeah, was also just as bad. The guy who couldn't speak any English. Oh. And, and yeah, he understood everyone. Yeah, and everyone understood him. Yeah, yeah, and he could even write. And, and that moment when Adam Sandler suddenly understood him and the voice came to him, what that the was, hell? Uh, just didn't even, there was no attempt at, to at least make, make that make sense. Yeah, at least make an effort. I, to I think they must have done that on purpose, because I was watching that and I was thinking, that can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> even the guy who was saying it in English had a British accent, didn't he? Yeah. It, it, it was spinning in the head and stuff. I, Tomo- I reckon... Tomorrow it's Valentine's Day. <sighs> <laughs> at least make an effort to make it thing is I'm trying to compare this in my head to Krampus <laughs> and, and Krampus was shocking it was shockingly bad but it wasn't it was oh, brilliant yeah and, and the elements of comedy in Krampus were genu- genuinely laugh out loud yeah. hilarious yeah and that Krampus knew I'm not going to get into too much because we discussed it but Krampus knew it was a bad film but it made up for it in what it did and it was satirical. The actors and... And it made you laugh. And it made you laugh. It didn't. It went so far to the extreme that it yeah. was just hilarious. Yeah, exactly. This it didn't make us brilliant. laugh once. Uh, no. Because the, I, I genuinely think this film, uh, a lot of the time, did think it was funny. And Krampus was an hour and a half. Good length. It's just two, two hours. hours. I mean, yeah, if it's just two hours of that, it's just barbaric, I think. We, we, would, we, even, we almost reviewed something else because this is two hours long. Yeah. Yes. And... and and we we were saying like how can it possibly be? And then it soon became clear that the reason was every ten minutes they would introduce something completely just mm. pointless. Yeah. Like, can anybody name a comedy that's two hours long that's any good? No. Okay. No. Very um, ridiculous. Six. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it, and then at the very end when we thought it was coming to an end, and we, we were all happy. And then the gang returned, and we were just like, oh, oh, I don't know if you wanted to bring this up so soon because this was by far the worst part of the film yeah. well, we, don't, we don't have to bring it up now if you don't want I, I was just going to mention um, what Jack was saying there about the length of the film I think it sort of goes back to what you were saying Richie about it trying to be a Tarantino film Yeah. and Tar- yeah. Tarantino we all know is unique and what he does in his films no one else can do in terms of dragging out a scene for a ridiculous length yeah. but, but at the end of it it makes sense and it fits and you watch the scene and it's powerful why is it still going on yeah why is it still going on but then it all Mm. works itself out and I think that's what this was trying to do Ridiculous 6 but it just wasn't working at all in Mm. any way I mean you can't do that with a comedy anyway no don't know what they were thinking I mean dramas you can have as two hours long yeah definitely yeah Yeah, in fact other genres you can have that length but a comedy Comedy needs to be set to ninety minutes. Yeah, doesn't it? It's not made. Because it's the, not made for a long. Yeah, because people get bored. Anytime you watch a comedy, you know you can turn your brain off for an hour and a half, and you yeah. can just sort of who's that phone? Sorry. <laughs> you know you can just sort of relax and watch it with one eye open, so to speak, yeah. and just take you know. But you go you go too far past that ninety minute mark, yeah. and you just get bored of it. Yeah, you do. You and you, do, and you stop and you do. stop laughing, and you start willing it to end, which is yeah. which then leaves a bad taste and. Yeah. And when you leave the cinema, your first thought is, even if the film's been good up to that point, your first thought is, oh, well, I got a bit annoying towards the end. You know? well, yeah, that was really... Yeah, I've dragged that, 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 that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dragged. That dragged. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah I, was, I was waiting for it to end. Yeah, yeah. but... Yeah, I, I can't... I'm sure there are, ex- there are films that are exempt from that rule. 
Yeah, but which can't uh, think I can't about. think of any at the moment, but I'm sure there are. But, you know, come on. If you're Adam Sandler. Yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> everything was just wrong and done completely But I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what they were trying to get right. I'm, I'm just trying to work it out. Like, Krampus, we knew, we knew it was bad and we did it so extremely. Yeah, I know. I you know what else helped out with Krampus, which did not help out with this at all, was the comedic timing. There was no yeah. sense of timing whatsoever in this film, no. and the pacing was poor as fuck. It was dire. I mean, the, the standout, what Jack was talking about before, about scenes dragging on, the standout, the most pointless one of all, is the baseball scene, oh. which was just ten minutes of... Bollocks. Just, Bollocks. Just nothing. Yeah, just nothing. 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 Well, I mean, what was that about? Because it just got rid of that scene and nothing would have changed about the film. And they made one joke in the they big... Never made, they never referenced it again after it happened. No, it was just one long scene of nothing. We, we got the joke the, with, with the very first line of, right, one team's going to gonna wait and bat, take turns to bat. Yeah. Oh, okay, they're making up baseball. Yeah. Ten minutes later, he, he's, he's still saying see. things like, no, I said three strikes. Yeah. We get the joke. Yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah. over now. Not only did we get the joke, but the joke was unnecessary in the first place and has no business being in this film. I don't know. What to, I just don't know what to say. Should we, should we, should we discuss when it, when it tips us over the edge in that last scene? Well, I was, gonna, I, I was okay. actually going to bring up the, we've only talked about two of the brothers and not even that much. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, um, but to be honest, the other brothers didn't really make much of an impact, did they? Oh, we, there was the should, black guy. Let's mention them though. Yeah. The black guy known as Chico. Thoughts. Who's not a bad actor? I mean, I've seen him. In quite, he's in White Chicks, wasn't Terry, he? Terry Terry Crews. There are a lot yeah. of actors in this which are, who are not bad actors. It's not actually a bad bill when you look at it on, yeah. on paper. You think, all oh, right. And when we saw the trailer, that was one of the things that made us think, oh, yeah. Uh, I was pretty skeptical. Oh, Steve no, I mean, I mean, in it. Oh, yeah. We were a bit skeptical, but yeah. Well, you look at the cast and you think, yeah. well, all right. This Someone has this has the potential. Surely somebody is able it. to tell a fucking joke. <laughs> the cast <laughs> might be able to save it slightly. Oh no, it didn't. No. <laughs> um, yeah, Steve Buscemi um, oh, that other guy from Tarantino films as well I can't remember his name now get it up Lu- Luke, o- uh, Luke Owen played the guy who um, Luke Owen that's what it's called the guy who played um, the, you know, the bodyguard for Abe Lincoln Luke Wilson Wilson Owen I don't know yeah, you're getting him mixed up with Owen oh, Wilson Wilson. <laughs> 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 um, yeah his character again what just all, all six of them were Ridiculous six. Shit. They're all six They're all ridiculous, yeah. Harvey Keitel, Keitel, I don't know how you pronounce it, um, is the name of the yeah. Winston Wolf. Who got his head knocked off by a spade. Oh, wow. Well, which made well, a lot of sense. Yeah, that was another just craziness yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that was supposed to symbolise the sort of ridiculous deaths that they have in Tarantino films and yeah. excess blood. And a little comment. The goriness and the violence. But, you know, it was trying to be funny. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I didn't get that at all. And then ten minutes later, his head kept popping up in shots and it was just, yeah. you know... If it was trying to make that comment in Tarantino films, I did not get that. No, I didn't get that. There was no. just... if I understand that it's kind of loosely trying to uh, make references to Tarantino films, but it's so loose that it, you just can't... There's so few references in yeah. it. There's like that one. There's the end credits, which look quite similar. Oh yeah. Yeah. And well, the cheek, the cheek. <laughs> and just if you're gonna be if you're gonna be making kind of a parody kind of thing, parody it. Yeah, exactly. Actually, make reference yeah. to it. Yeah. You can't just have someone killed with a spade, decapitated with a spade. And then expect everyone to understand. Ah, oh, that's a clever comment on the Tarantino's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tarantino's deaths. <sighs> And then the worst types of jokes are the jokes that they they make it a joke, but it's explaining what's just happened, and that that happened with this. Everything, everything, every single joke. As soon as his head hit the floor, he went, 
I only, I only meant to knock him out. Yeah, no fucking shit. We got that. <laughs> we don't, uh, it didn't even stop there because then Adam Sandler went, "Well, you succeeded." What? <laughs> yeah, he's not waking up anytime soon. Oh, is that what he said? Fuck. Yeah, after what you said, yeah. Uh, all right. It was uh, just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to have said that. Just... And 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 the joke about how Chico could um, one of his talents was he could play the piano with his dick. And Aaron... that that is so racist to to black. To black people, an hour and a half later, it, it's brought. <laughs> I'm up. not sure that one is, is as racist. It's <laughs> racist. Well, well, it is racist. But an, racist. an hour and a half later, it's brought up again. I guess it's kind of racist if you think about it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about it. And and, and, he, and and they make and they bring it up again when they. It, but it, it was just needless, wasn't it? Needless, there was no yeah. need for it. Needless, not funny. And it wasn't funny when it was said. And an hour and a half later, when it sort of, if you pardon the pun, popped up, <laughs> it's still. Wasn't funny. Yeah. And like I say, I've got a nice view of my uh, cerebral cortex throughout most of the film. <laughs> and, they made, and they made another joke about that when uh, they they saw the rock they were looking for and he went, and they were like, that's amazing, look how big it is. And he was like, yeah, it's not that good. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's one that kind of stands out more, I think. We get it, we get it. Yeah. That, that, right. that playing the piano with your penis thing. Like, uh, when he said that, they were all naming things that they were good at. Yeah. And all of the other characters' things that they were good at came up in the heists that they later did. Yeah, and his just didn't come up again at all. And I was thinking, oh, I thought they were going to make reference to that when he was because yeah. he just he did actually play the piano in those scenes, but he just did it normally, even though it was yeah. Yeah. completely obvious he wasn't playing the piano. Yeah. yeah, but I think that was supposed to be a joke course, anyway. Yeah. Um, and then it just just appeared at the end of the film, and I was like, okay, is, did that need to be in there? <laughs> <laughs> Why, why did that need to be set up so early realized, in the film? I probably realised at that point. I probably realised, oh shit, we didn't mention, we're not brought that back, have we? Yeah. Right, come yeah. on, just get him in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Play his wedding song. I, <laughs> I thought it was going to come up when he was playing the piano in that poker game. I did, and then, and the, then woman the, the woman came, came down. over. Yeah. I thought somehow he was yeah. going to figure it out. That's but what it, I thought. I think what's quite obvious is that they wanted to and they couldn't think of a way to do it. No. Mm. They wanted to have a re- make reference to him having sex while playing piano with his dick and it just couldn't do anything yeah, to make exactly. any sense. So they, yeah. just, they just forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought, right, fuck it. Just throw it in here. That'll do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's in there. I feel, like that phrase, I feel like that phrase was said a lot throughout the yeah. filming process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll do. That'll yeah. do, yeah. I think so. But just some of the some of the actors in this, like, it's, it's quite ridiculous. I mean, you've got George Garcia, who's quite good. Yeah, and the one other thing I've seen him in, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lost yeah. Uh, As you say, Terry Crews is is quite funny in uh, other things. Yeah, Terry Crews has been a lot of decent. John John Lovitz. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Oh yeah, that, the, the um, what is he doing in this film? The guy that it was the poker game. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny yeah. Trejo. What, what? <laughs> yeah, Danny Trejo. Is... I mean, Danny Trejo has been in some shockers. Yeah, yes. We'll see. A he pretty much just says yes to anything. Is it Breaking Bad? Oh yeah, no, Danny Trejo. He's been in a lot of films. Yeah, so him maybe is a bit more understandable because he's been in a lot of shit films. Mm-hmm. I what, mean, what, it's was just the, what was the whole thing that they kept bringing back about Lil Pete writing a letter to his mum? Why the hell was that? It was nothing, Jack. It's just because he was supposed to be Mr. Was delinquent, just, wasn't he? It was just yeah. a, it was Had just a way. Brain cells. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a way to remind the audience of what was going on in case you'd forgotten, in case you couldn't follow the story. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, as if the story wasn't sort of lost anyway with 20 minutes to go I just put my hands up surrendered and thought <laughs> I do not have a clue now because it just went yeah let's get on to crazy. the ending let's get on to the ending it because it, it, that was it, it at was, this point it was just I didn't have a clue 
it was actually coming up to 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 round up quite nicely uh, and end and and I was thinking thank Christ for that yeah but just before that they the gang that have got his dad and they've taken him hostage are we meant to believe they've just arrived as Adam Sandler arrives yeah because he goes oh we're here now I was annoyed at that when it happened but it's in keeping with how shit the rest of it is well there's that (laughs) but it you can kind of force it to make sense you know, um, when you think after you've seen the whole film and you think that they're all actually in on the scheme, so they're just waiting for them. But that still doesn't make sense as to no. why the characters would have taken so long and and yeah. thought that they would still be on their way to the women. It makes no sense whatsoever. Exactly. Um, but you know that'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Right, Adam, that'll do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then like you say, the turning point. His own father. Turns out to be a bad guy, and uh, but right before that, yeah, it, 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 it switch it switches. His, his father turns out to be the dickhead. I don't know why he's just had these big moments with the six of them right before that. What was the point of that? If he, if he was just going to, why did the the rest of them even leave? Why didn't they just well, yeah, get rid of them in the first? I mean, I guess you could argue that they wanted them with their guard down, maybe. So okay, I can kind of I can give it that, yeah, as, uh, as a reason. But then. For one thing, how did the big mob of bad guys know when to come back? No, no, yeah, no, 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 on cue that this extra 50 grand that they didn't even know about. Yeah. So it didn't even need to happen. They didn't even need to come back. And the bad guy didn't even need to, like, didn't even need to talk to them because they thought they'd got all the money that there was. Yeah, exactly. And then it just turns out that there's an extra 50 grand that they had. And then the rest of them just come back knowing that this has happened somehow. Yeah, and also, if you're thinking about this, did Danny Trejo just agree to dying? If this is all one big scheme, and they knew it was all going to happen, yeah. Why seemed, was he okay with just being dead? He didn't seem like he didn't seem bothered, did he, by the prospect? Was was that was that yeah, unexpected? Because none of them seemed. But that by, to by, care by about. this point, I've just pulled my hair out. It's yeah. just it, it just. You're not supposed to think about it. No. After oh, it's, it's already happened. Just forget about that. Yeah. And then the bomb that Tommy puts in the bag oh. that he gives to Cicero, whatever he's called. And then just as the dad opens it, two seconds later, oh, it's ready to blow up now. That's a plan that would make sense. What? Yeah. Wasn't it beeping? Yeah, it was like counting down. Was it ticking? Maybe. Yeah. Ticking. Didn't, didn't hear that until it opened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I mean. Just, what made them think that Danny Trejo wouldn't have opened the bag immediately as he gave to it? To check it was all there. To check it was all there. As, yeah. you know, he probably should have done. Yeah. And would have done. Yeah. Everyone was very trusting in this film. All you had to do was go up to someone and say that you're their brother and they'll believe you. It's, oh, and, and then one more, like... I mean, eye rolling is just, isn't, isn't even enough but that to, explosion looked to shit describe this moment. But the moment where uh, they're trying to, they're trying to um, sneak into the compound and, and Adam Sandler goes... Oh, you don't need rocks to hide behind when you're one with the wind. <laughs> and he rolls in as a as a tumbleweed, and then just transforms out of it. I think that 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 actually you've just reminded me now. You've just reminded me of, of that moment. That's got to be a Krampus moment. That. I think. Oh my! That, actually, that was the only point where I was actually laughing. But I was actually laughing because it, yeah. because of how ridiculous it was. Not because it was funny. Of course not. He actually rolled through as a tumbleweed, and then, and then got on the other side, and then the worst bit of animation green screen weather uh. it just stands up <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god this joke was reincorporated later in the film uh, oh, when, when they were having their, their yeah. Mexican standoff when he tried to do it yeah and he tried uh, to do it again. yeah Herm tried to do the exact same thing but this had 
that tumbleweed thing was such a small aspect of the film, and it was so long after that mm. that you were thinking for they a while. Need to bring it back. You were thinking. You, you were thinking. You were thinking. What's going on? I don't understand yeah. what's happening. And then the guy actually had to say the line. Yeah. He doesn't look anything like a tumbleweed for you to then go. Oh, okay. He was making reference. Yeah, to and that. The, point, <laughs> the point. What Jack was saying before about jokes having to be explained. Yeah, literally, one of the brothers did say. Like, like yeah. Look, yeah, it looks nothing yeah, like a tumbleweed. Said, but that was a, that's an example of one that actually did need to be explained because yeah. otherwise you just wouldn't have got well, it because it made it no. Just, it was just like, why is he rolling around? around? Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> what, what, I was actually interested to see what he was doing, and it was just like, oh, okay, he was doing that. Oh yeah, referencing that thing, I forgot. About right, that okay. Ago, yeah. It's a good job that he decided to mention it out loud, otherwise I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> so it, so obviously they realised there were jokes in it like that that didn't make any sense. So they mm. had to get everyone to explain every joke just in case yeah. the audience doesn't get it. And that, to me, just is enough to tell... If I was a writer or, or a producer, that's enough to tell me that... Right. Pull the plug. Is, I need yeah, to get another job. Um, <laughs> I'm not good at this, am I? <laughs> yeah. And, and what's scary for me is that we had $60 million as a bu- $60 million as a budget as we just looked off our on IMDb. Uh, I mean... Sixty million. Find, that's what they've come up with. They may as well have just put sixty million dollars in a big pile and burned it. That's basically the same. Yeah. Hundred and forty million. We could have had Star. We could have. That's yeah. what Star Wars had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. You could make it? such a good film with that much money. Yeah. But one thing that was okay about it. Well, I say okay. Yeah. No, one thing that looked all right was the shots. Yeah, the shots, the, the, the shots west, of the west. The west looked all right. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, we'll I hope that was what the money was spent on. Yeah, and that literally is it. I'll give it that. I will give it that. Yeah. It looked the, good. Yeah. It was in four K. Yeah. That's the first film I've seen in four K. Yeah. And I didn't I mean, really notice. What to start? It didn't look any different to me, did it? Yeah. Well, as we say, some of the shots looked all right. They looked really, they looked good. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they did look. Yeah. yeah, they looked. They did look sharp. There was one, that one stupid shot which could have been good, but was actually awful when he was riding away at night on his oh. horse. Yeah, what the fuck? Was and there was that, that weird. Just... That must have been a joke. I mean, the... that must have been. That no, because no, it's not. It's not extreme enough for it to be a joke. It's just that they didn't think to use any fucking lighting. <laughs> <laughs> All you could see was a silhouette vaguely of a horse. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it either has to be a full silhouette, or but it's not. It's mainly a blank, blank screen. Yeah, with a bit of blue and Adam Sandler's eye twinkling. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, that is... it's, I mean, it's hard enough to see anyway. But when your eyes are that far back in your head. <laughs> it makes it even harder. <laughs> uh, Jack cracking the jokes today. <laughs> yeah, some of that was was pretty pretty poor, and yeah, I, I do hope most of the uh, money went towards the shots of the West because they actually looked good and yeah. like mm. fucking effects like the tumbleweed. Yeah, fucking Windows Movie Maker yeah. fucking effects. And then the very last scene, we find that little Pete's got himself a girlfriend, and they have a big celebration around the fire. Aww. What a good way to win. Yeah, the white guys stop drinking. Yeah. Because, you know, because you know, all white guys in the West, yeah. all white guys with tashes always drink hard liquor. <laughs> yeah. You stop now. It's yeah. on the mend. These white boys can't dance. Uh, oh, yeah. Some more friendly racism for you. Dance. They were going for like a feel-good ending, which it was. I felt very good that it was ending. <laughs> <laughs> and then then the and Ellie's on we, fire today. Yeah, but then we saw the credits and then... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the credits even annoyed us because yeah, they were like trying to be some sort of Tarantino credits, like you said. It, they, yeah, they did. They did look like a, a lot like some like from the trailer of the Hateful Eight. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so, it did. It did actually. So, which would have been fine if it, anyone... if it made any more references to it. Yeah, fuck. I think that's all there is to say about it, isn't there? There's more to say about it, but I don't want to. No, just don't go. Just don't watch it. 
Yeah, and yeah. If, you do, if you do watch it, if you last over half an hour, well done to you. Then I will personally go and shake your hand. <laughs> yeah, the baseball scene is where to turn it off. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think if it was up to me, I'd have turned it off a long time before. <laughs> yeah, if you've got Netflix, it's whatever you do, give it a one star. Don't. You know, if you don't watch it, just see it, just click on it, give it one. Yeah, yeah. this was the first. Get it off, just get it off Netflix. Even they, they, they don't want it on there. <laughs> They've not got a choice. So yeah, this this was the uh, the first film I've ever rated on Netflix. So I just I just felt like it was necessary. Yeah. It's going to pop up now on your page of because you watched the <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> oh no, ridiculous six. Sorry. <laughs> Do you want to watch Pixels? No, I'm the I'm films. <laughs> yeah. oh. Fifty one first dates. Don't make the same mistake we did. <laughs> Do you want to move on? Or is there <laughs> anything else anyone wants to bring up? Is there? No. No, <laughs> there's more we could say about the ending, to be honest. But I think we've kind of made our point clear. I'm almost afraid to ask. But what was your oh, favourite no. scene? Oh, I forgot we even had to do this. <laughs> What's your favourite scene, Jack? Oh my god, this is hard. Right, um, I'll give it to the poker scene. Just, right. just because. Just to I'll, get I'll, it to something. Not well, pretty much, but um. There was a noticeable character in there who was only in there for that scene, which was um, the guy in the white suit, uh, the guy who wrote Huckleberry Finn. What's he called? Yeah, that was the worst. I would probably put that as worst scene. No, I know that was. What, it's just, it's just, it's just popped into my head now, and it's. <laughs> it was a scene in the film. It was so. a scene. It was a scene in the film, and it was also the scene where we saw Herm attack John. What's his name? John Levitz. John Levitz. So, because I have to pick one, I'll pick that. <laughs> okay, um, Woody. Uh, Mexican standoff scene for me. Okay. Um, be, be really focused on zooming in, zooming in the faces and that, and wasn't funny. I was trying to be funny. Mm. We ended up zooming into ten and looking and laughing. He's doing some stupid face, doing <laughs> some silly faces. It was supposed to be hilarious and really, uh, you know, really tense. Yeah. And it wasn't. And I've just picked that because it was one of the worst Mexican standoff scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say anymore. <laughs> okay. What was yours? Um, I'll go with the first scene of the film um, because I didn't know any better. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was it was the least amount, because, it was the least because, amount of the film I'd seen. So not because it set you up to for the next two hours of fantastic. What was the first scene? Film? I don't fucking know. Oh, it was. I don't even know what my favorite scene is. It's it was when he, it was when he it was when he arrived. It was a on flower the, the back yeah, in here. It was when he arrived on the horse at that bar. I don't care. And he asked for the flower. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, that was my favourite scene. Right. Uh, rating out of ten, well, Jack. If I could, I would give it a naught, but unless it's a blank screen for two hours, we can't really do that. Um, and we did say... Shots of the West. Yes, yeah, shot, some shots of the West, give it half a point. Yes. So for me, it's a 0.5. Okay. Woody? Okay, yeah, 0.5 for me. Um, only because of the shots of the West. Everything else in this film... Warrants no school for me. It's pathetic. It's the worst two hours of my life in terms of watching anything. It's actually a disgrace that that amount of money was spent on this. It's just what it's, a joke. it's awful. It's, it's, it's yeah. god awful. Um, the point five is just for the shots of yeah. the West. Yeah, Richie. Uh, not point five for me. Yeah. let's move on. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's time for uh, another episode of Quiz Nights. Uh, it's another friendly match. This this time I'm Quizmaster. So, let's get on with it. Yep. You ready? Yep. Question one. What was Taylor Lautner's outstanding first line in the film? First Oi. Line. Oh, no. 
<laughs> first line. Yeah. Does it have to be? I made a pretty big reaction to it uh, when it happened. So does it have to be? Is it really specific? Uh, well, depends on what your answers are. If somebody, if one of you gets it exactly right, I then... can remember his first appearance, but I can't remember his first line. It also needs to be done in his accent. <laughs> Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question two. What was behind door number three? I tried to make sure these questions weren't um, what bit, what, anything what, that you were out the, of the room for. Where was it in the film? Oh, uh, they were. It was the bank robbery, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, the guy was looking for Adam Sandler, and for some reason, Adam Sandler's voice was playing in his head. Oh, and he went, bad, what's yeah. behind door number three? Yeah. Uh, it was oh, very yeah, confusing because it didn't make any sense. Alright, um, what was the first plan B? The first time they mentioned plan B, what was it? Right. Okay, question four. Finish this quote. She's a virgin, I'm a virgin too. Unless... Oh. So this one, I'm, you want really specific about the, the, the correct answer, do you? It's only three words. Oh, I've got three words. That's good to say. Good. <laughs> Alright, question five. Um, what did Frank Stockburn say to Danny to make him feel better about causing Lincoln's death? Okay. Ready? Yeah. Answers. Question one. Uh, what was Taylor Lautner's outstanding first line of the film? Woody? This is a complete guess. That's a nice ass! <laughs> Good guess, actually. I might be right. I left it. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> the answer was... God dang, he fell on his pooper. Oh, <laughs> close. Good guess. I couldn't. Yeah. Even, yeah. Just as offensively unfunny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question two was uh, what's behind door number three, Jack? It was a man lying on a bed with two women, and he said, "Take off your clothes and stop punching me in the face." Woody. I thought it was the doll that wanted its thumbs back, and it's ever spinning around. Ah, uh, no, it was Jack's. Mm. Although I would have just accepted a threesome. Oh. <laughs> but yes, that's uh, yeah. Jack is correct on that one. All right. Uh, question three uh, was what was Plan B originally? The first time they did it, uh, Woody run off with a gold thing, whatever that was, and go out and follow the rocks, turn around the rocks. I, mean, I can't remember. Jack, I just put Chico runs out with the gold, and Lil Pete jumps off the roof. Yeah, the the answer was just uh, grab the nuggets and run. Right. Okay. So yeah, so correct. Get for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Run off with the gold thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have to put that much effort into the answers since they didn't put that much effort into the film. <laughs> yeah, didn't deserve our. Effort. Well, I've got one right, so I'm pleased with myself. <laughs> I expected none. <laughs> okay, question four uh, was to finish this quote. She's a virgin. I'm a virgin too. Unless, uh, who did I go to before? All right, Jack. You said it again. It was in a flow there. <laughs> yeah. She's a virgin. I'm a virgin too. Unless ice cream counts. Woody? Oh, I put, unless candy corns count. <laughs> oh, you're both incorrect. Oh. The answer was unless you count cantaloupes. Cantaloupes. Can- oh, cantaloupes. Cantaloupes was the answer. What was he looking? He was looking at ice cream. Oh, but he was he was fucking cantaloupes. Ah. Fucking cantaloupes. Because he kept, he kept talking, he talked about that later on. He yeah, said he that did. at some point, with some other offensive. I'll just fall in love with a really ridiculous bit. Um, the old the carrot thing. Oh, fuck. When it stabbed him in the leg. Not only that, the other carrot scene 
When, oh god, yeah. Oh, when he's lying on his back going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just popped into head now. Yeah. Yeah. So we also so we also got a blowjob from a donkey, but another <laughs> offensively bad moment. Yeah. yeah, there's so many just little shots like that that are just so bad. We can't yeah. mention all of them. <laughs> Alright, question five. And the final question was uh, what did Frank Stockburn say to Danny to make him feel better about causing Lincoln's death? Woody. This film is better than Pixels. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funnier. Um, put, I would have given the film a 10 out of 10 if that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack. I put, um, shit happens. Correct, it was shit happens. Sorry, Woody, that wasn't the right answer. Oh, god dang it. <laughs> so, I got three. I got one. All right. Um, well. Jack did massive pride in that. <laughs> yes, uh, and this, that's it, guys. We never have to talk about this film no, ever again. The last time Woo! We well, we do because we're going to mention it now. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck. Oh, oh well. shit, yeah. <gasps> Spoilers. <laughs> Edit it. Yes, yeah, so that's the last time we'll ever have to talk about that film again. <laughs> <laughs> I might leave all that in. Yeah. All right. Oh god. Uh, well, until next week. Until next year. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was quiz night. We're we're shoving right past news. We're not doing any news this week. No. Two reasons: one, we're recording this pretty early in the week, and two, we've got a we've got a brand new section of the show. It'll happen once a year already for you. It's not educating Jack kids. Don't get excited. No, no, yeah, no. Unfortunately, no, no uh, edition of educating Jack either this week, which is obviously very disappointing news for Woody <laughs> and Joe, who loves that segment as we'll learn. <laughs> All right, but uh, before we move on to this very special segment of the show, let's just talk about things that we've watched this week. Jack, have you watched anything? Sorry, Richie, I haven't. Nothing for you. All right, Woody. <laughs> I watched um, a film that you guys have. Reviewed previously, episode five, I think it was a long time ago. Cheers, mm. Stato. <laughs> um, called her with yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was a good film. And Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> yeah. Um, she was in it in a way. <laughs> um, no, I mean thoughts. Yeah, I mean Jack sort of recommended. Recommended it to me. Yeah, I was looking forward to. I wanted you to see it because it's uh, something of what you might like. Yeah, something. That yeah, I recommended it to you, Jack. Though, so uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I thought it was a good film. Yeah, yeah. I I liked it. I I, I now want to go back and um, listen to the episode. Okay. Uh, to sort of get your thoughts on it. Oh, um, well, I think we just praised the whole thing throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was brilliant, and you know, the way that it portrays relationships and the role of technology is really interesting. I think. And, I think it made it look in a really realistic way. I think I I think it was after watching it and just sitting there, I just think, well, that to me doesn't seem implausible at all. No, I could really see the way that we're going, the smartphone generation, and yeah. the role that technology plays in our society now, mm. and social media makes us all and more antisocial mm. and things like that. I can really see something like this happening yeah. in the future, which is why it's so clever. Because when you it's when so you bloody clever. because when you tell someone if somebody's never seen it before and you you tell them the plot of it, they go, "What? Yeah, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah, exactly. A guy, a guy in love with his computer. Yeah, but it's just so much more complicated. No, than that. It, it was it was really great. It, it was something I'd love to watch again. Um, I think it's one of those where you watch it a second time, you probably pick up a few more things that you miss. In I, the think first I, time. I think I did. I'd like I did. to watch it again. Now, um, 
I thought it was fantastic. I, I, I really loved it. I really did. And Joaquin Phoenix's performance. He was brilliant. Spot on. He really was. I mean, I was thinking, imagine actually trying to act that, to display the emotions of a relationship with someone who's not there. Yeah. And not to mention the, the fact way that... way he pulls it off. Not is, to mention the fact that he wasn't acting with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, exactly. Johansson. It, it was, it was yeah, somebody sure. else in the role at that point yeah. and they got oh, yeah. they left or something or got fired. Yeah. And then... You know, Scarlett Johansson stepped in to do the, to voice over after it all been filmed. Yeah, yeah, which yes. is pretty impressive for both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah on her part as well. It no, it, it was a it was a thoroughly enjoyable film. I really did like it, and like I say, I, I'd love to. I will be going back and listening to episode five, Jack. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, um, and I'll definitely listen to it just to hear what you thought about it. Cool. I do want to watch it again. Actually, mm. I loved it. Very, very thought provoking, and yeah. like you say, Richie, something that. Is actually really realistic. There were some quite emotional scenes, weren't there? Like, yeah, very much so. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you end up asking yourself loads of questions, and and the way that they portray relationships and, and stuff yeah. like that is pretty interesting. Yeah, my relationship with my laptop has never been the same. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a way, it's really masturbation creepy. jokes. Oh my! <laughs> it's really creepy as well because you know yeah. the fact that she can just access all of his emails yeah. in seconds and you know even he when she says to him shall I look at your hard drive and he goes mm. yeah. <laughs> yes. wait a second yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah. Yeah. There's, some, there's some crackers in terms of humour in it yeah, definitely. yeah but no I thought it was really good I thought it was a great film and like I say it's something I'd, I'd definitely give it a second watch cool yeah okay um, I've just got one thing I'll just briefly mention it another Christmas rewatch uh, Nightmare Before Christmas mm. Mm. Really enjoy it. Great film. Um, great animation for uh, from Tim Burton, of course. Obviously quite similar to the style that he does. Frank and Weenie and all those different things. Um, some good songs. And uh, funny and creepy. And uh, I watch it every year. Great film. Yeah, it's a good film, actually. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy it a lot. Right. Well, it's time for the main event. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to pronounce the first ever film night Oscars evening. Hey, hey, yeah. It's as it says in the title. We're going to be uh, handing out some awards that we've the best uh, and worst of the year. <laughs> yeah, that we've that we've come up for for 2015. You excited? Very, Very yeah. Looking right. forward to recognizing some of the belters that we've seen this year, and also some of the not so good films. All right. So before we get into the um, the actual awards for, for films, we've got we've got one here for uh, film night itself in the episode. Um, so the first Oscar uh, tonight is for the film night moment of the year, and we've got to give this. We're, hang on, I've got it here. Open the envelope. <laughs> uh, the Oscar has to go to. Joe's amazing squeal. Yeah. Uh, now, if anybody needs reminding of this uh, squeal, we'll just we'll show a clip for it for you right now. Here it is. Now, before we move on to the news segment, mm. just like to uh, throw something out there. Incredible. Yeah, new uh, new little segment that uh, I haven't shared with any of my team members. Oh wow! Well, first for us all. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm wrong. Mm. Classic Joe. I think there was only ever going to be one winner. 
Well, there was um, there, there was a, a couple of runners up, which was uh, Joe again <laughs> um, making a, a phone call like to us last week, which yeah. was just a. Uh, it was just great, great to have him hear his voice again. Yeah, it was, and, and he was just hilarious. On and that I hopefully, um, you know, Joe will be getting back into it in 2016, and yeah, we'll yeah. get a uh, routine sorted out. It's and, not been the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was also uh, just one more moment for that. I don't want to drag this award out too much, but uh, we've got. Sorry, it's not another award, but it's just a special mention goes to Jack for his uh, <laughs> amazing description uh, when reviewing. A Clockwork Orange. Of Stanley Kubrick when he prolonged his scenes. Yeah. Let's give that a listen. It's a close-up on his face. We never saw we never saw him again after that, did no. we? So hard to watch, but yet. But yet. But yeah, if you like um you just cannot not watch it. That's that's the genius of it. <clears throat> cannot well, yeah, not yeah, watch yeah, it. You cannot not watch it. Excellent uh, English tonight on film that. <laughs> I think that's a uh, a good way to round up the review. <laughs> no, you cannot not watch it. No, someone else end it. Don't end up my awful uh, English. Ha ha ha! You fucking oh, idiot! I'm so silly. <laughs> what a way to review the great Stanley Kubrick. Jack. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm 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 disappointed. I've just missed out on, on the award, but um, I think Joe's a, a worthy winner. Yeah. And it's just a shame he's not here to accept it. Yeah. Unfortunately, Joe could not be here to accept the award. Luckily, Joe has uh, provided us with. A video message, which we will play the audio for now and possibly put the video up on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Take it away, Joe. Gentlemen, I would just like to uh, thank you for uh, my award, best uh, film-like moment of the year, my squeal. Hopefully some more, some more squeals on their way in 2016. I'm looking forward to it. Getting back to it. Thank you. Okay, so uh, our next award of the night is for Best Cinematography. Woo! Um, a very important award. I think um, we all agree that a film that has good cinematography is a good film. Brilliantly put. You know what? That could have been up there for the uh, previous <laughs> award, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Um, is such a way with words. Oscar Wilde, this one. <laughs> And the film night Oscar goes to Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Woo! Right, very right. well deserved. Yeah. Yes, very well deserved. I think it's actually quite hard to argue with that. Yeah. Um, when we were discussing these, it was pretty standout, wasn't it? It was pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. One. For uh, me, it was. Yeah. It, the film just looked so so good. It looked fantastic. It did. It really yeah. did. It it really made it stand out um, throughout the whole year. Amazing shots. Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, some uh, some films that came close here. We had Suffragette. Yeah. Um, the way they made London back then look was very realistic. As yeah. we as we learned when they cut away to real footage, mm. Mm. it looked like it was part of the film. So um, that came close, and also Legend. Yeah. Um, that had some fantastic shots, and was it, it looked great throughout. It just looked great again. It looked really sharp. Yeah, both of those films. How they captured London in in that age was just yeah, but uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So it's a shame that they uh, they didn't. Grab that award, but it, mm. it, it had to go to Star Wars. Had to. Yep. Right, our next award is for the biggest disappointment. So this is a film that we as we were very looking forward to, and it's really let us down. Yeah. Um, the film that Oscar for biggest disappointment goes to Spectre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was a film what that a shame. obviously there's a lot of hype. I mean, with any James Bond film, 
yeah. there's going to be a lot of talk and a lot of excitement and for me I mean I remember watching him really really left cold when I left that cinema mm. yeah it was, a, it was a big shame yeah it's a real shame, shame. It, yeah it was uh, I mean filled with eye rolling moments in that and was just very very uh, much of a disappointment yeah. so. mm. and Bond's just being taken <laughs> way too far into the Hollywood blockbuster category now isn't it very much so yeah yeah, yeah. and we had a couple of of close runners, um, Jurassic World. This one's the biggest close one for for me. Yeah, I, I was I was just really looking forward to it because I Cause that one was a disappointment. Yeah, I, mm. I, I loved the the first the original trilogy and and I was really up for this. Um, I mean, you you kind of predicted before we went in, you didn't think it was going to be good, but you you were looking forward to it like me. I was looking forward to it. I thought it would be decent, but I didn't think it would be great. No. So no. I, I was I was really excited and it, it was just really shocking. Yeah, and the other one which we came up with was The Good Dinosaur. Yeah, um, I, haven't one. Seen, I haven't seen any of these, so uh, I'm not one to comment, but um, obviously yeah. you guys saw The Good Dinosaur. Well, I didn't. Yeah, that one's just a, a special mention for me, because I was the only one that saw that, and obviously we didn't review it, so it was a bit of a disappointment. I was looking forward to it quite a bit, especially after seeing Inside Out, yeah, which was, which after, was great. After that. So that's, um, that's yeah, that's, that's a close runner for me as well. Mm. So congratulations. I know it's not one that they would have wanted to win. Yeah. But Spectre, well done. All right, let's uh, lighten the mood now after that, that award. Um, and we'll uh, we'll look for Best Comedy of 2015. This one's, uh, I think, one that we all immediately agreed on when uh, discussing. Um, the uh, the Oscar, for the film that Oscar for Best Comedy has to go to Krampus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you hear the name, you just laugh at it. Yeah. It reminds you of how of what it was. Yeah, it does. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, even me, who didn't really enjoy the film, I still laughed out loud at it a lot. I still found it hilarious. And it just had to go to this film because it really did make us all laugh. You were nearly crying in your yeah, seat. nearly crying. Yeah. Um, it was just brilliant. Well, and, like, and like you said, the, co- the comedic timing was really yeah. good in it. Yeah, it was. And if you'd have told me... That film would have won comedy of the year before you know before we've gone to watch it. Mm. I never the believed you. Yeah, I mean, what that film? That film's just fantastic, and it shouldn't it shouldn't have been so funny. No, but it was. Yeah, yeah. You like desperately want to hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can't. You can't. So it was a worthy winner. Yeah, um, just one runner up for that one, which was uh, Ted Two. Which I think was more Jack's. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this film. Um, I laughed a lot at it. I, I was a bit concerned that it wouldn't. It would be a bit of a letdown after the first one, which I also really enjoyed. But I was actually surprised. I, I wasn't let down. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really funny, actually. Yeah, it was good. So it was, um, it was a good film. I, I, this one was one I was expecting to be pretty bad after Tattoo. Yeah, Ted 2. Yeah. After the first one. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, the first one was good, but it just doesn't seem like the type of thing no, to have a good sequel. Seconds, yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty was, funny. Was it was it was funny. Yeah. It was definitely very funny. So I, yeah, I thought I, they, did it, uh, they did a great job with it. So, um, yeah. But nah, it's got to go to Krampus, hasn't it? Definitely. Um, well, while I'm here, I'll, I'll do uh, Worst Comedy as well. It goes to uh, yeah. The Ridiculous Six. <laughs> oh, what a shock. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't need to say any more. We've done a review of it just now. Um, before, before we watched this film tonight... We had intended to give this to Vacation. Yeah, I was about to mention that as a special mention, but yeah, yeah. yeah so special mention to Vacation, obviously, because it was it, that was going to be the worst comedy before we saw this. Um, this blew out the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My God, did it ever! Yeah, and also a special mention for me is absolutely anything, which was worse than Vacation, I think. 
Um, definitely. Simon Pegg is up. Yeah. That one, yeah. Yeah. Definitely terrible film. I would say Ridiculous Six is probably worse, but it's close. Very yeah. close. And it was the last film that had Robin Williams in. Is that right? That's right. And it's one that I, I saw the trailer, and as soon as I saw the trailer, I, um, I said to you, didn't I? That's that looks very gimmicky, and it looks awful. You did, yeah. You called that one. So I'm glad I didn't see it. Actually, mm. by the sounds of it. Okay, so our next award of the, this evening goes to uh, the best animation of the year. Best animated film. Best animated film. Yeah, um, the scene Krampus isn't moving. <laughs> the scene Krampus, no. <laughs> and the film night Oscar goes to Inside Out. Woo! Yeah, Disney Pixar bringing out another belter. Um, it's still it's one of my favorite films of the year. Actually, um, mm. it was hilarious. The animation was amazing. It just looked so so good. Yeah, and the story actually was really good. Um, it was. So I really enjoyed the film, and I'd like to see it again. I know you've recently got it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I've rewatched it already. Have you? Yeah. Um, so definitely one I want to watch again soon. And I thoroughly deserve it. You didn't see it, Henry? No. Um, you guys have harped on about it a lot, and um, it's definitely one I'm going to watch. I can get it on the Sky, you know, Sky movies. Yeah, I've seen it on there. Yeah. Are you are you generally be... a fan of animated films? Yes, yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of time for them, and, and you know, I've heard the reviews on this, and Rotten Tomatoes are giving a massive score. Um, so yeah, yeah, everyone I'm, was really falling yeah, out of the feet of it. I'm definitely going to be watching it probably you know, in the new year, but yeah, mm. I really want to see this film. Cool. Were there any others this year? You saw The Good Dinosaur, but you said it was a disappointment. Well, at the beginning of the year, Big Hero 6 came out, I think. Was that this year? I think so. I'm not too sure, actually, so I won't bring it up as an award, but I think it was this year. But anyway. Apart from that, yeah. No, we'll just, just go with There's only one winner, isn't there? Right, and the next film night Oscar is for the most refreshing performance. And this comes from, it's a bit of a different award, isn't it? We decided on this. Yeah. Someone who surprised us in 2015 with a performance that... They wouldn't perhaps usually do. No, no. And the film night Oscar for the most refreshing performance goes to Seth Rogen in Steve Jobs for the role of Steve Wozniak. Yeah. Um, Jack, you haven't seen no. Steve Jobs. Um, and I still want to go and see it. I know it's not in the cinema anymore, I don't think. Definitely one I'll be looking to watch when it comes out on Sky, maybe, or even DVD, perhaps. Yeah, yeah and, but, but the point was that it was just a role that we'd never seen Seth Rogen do before. No. And uh, he did it He did it pretty well. He, he did it very well. He wasn't getting hired. And, but, <laughs> yeah, we were talking in the podcast, Rich, about, you know, Stone and Steph, Seth and all these roles that he just keeps doing. Yeah, yeah, same um, every time. To see him play a role, the way he plays Steve Wozniak, and um, the way he delivered it, and it, it was really, it really made sense in a weird way, but... You never would have cast Seth Rogen for that role. Yeah, no. he, yeah, he was great. He was really good. Yeah, I think he's fully. I fully definitely didn't. It. I definitely didn't think of him as Seth Rogen for the first time in a long time. No, no, mm. and that, that's you know that's why he's refreshing, refreshing performance. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. So yeah, well done to Seth for that one. All right. The next award is for the uh, best score of 2015, and um, this one again, easy decision. The uh, the award goes to uh, John Williams for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Absolutely breathtaking, stunning, stunning. Yeah, he's not lost it, lads. No, no. especially after the day we had of watching the originals. And, oh yeah, you know, yeah, that really got you in the mood for it. it. It's iconic, and it's the score for the Star Wars is is synonymous with the film, and, mm. and even with the iconic main theme that he had, mm. he's, he just makes these subtle changes in each yeah. film. Yeah, just great. It's just yeah, they're just fantastic, aren't they? Yeah. They just really do work, and long may that continue, I say. 
Yeah. yeah, the score is just as memorable as the franchise, isn't it? Yeah, and, and the cinematography, you know, as the award, the previous award mm. was picked up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So our next award of the night goes to most embarrassing special effects. <laughs> Explains itself. Don't need to explain what this is for. And the winner is Spectre again. Yeah. Specifically for the helicopter fight scene mm. at the beginning of the film. Horrible use of the green screen. Yeah. Which is such a shame because the rest of that scene was great. Yeah. It was a good scene, yeah. Apart, but it, it yeah. was standout. Standout. It was, it was noticeable. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and, and, it was really embarrassing yeah. of a film like that to have such... It was like we were back with Sean Connery. Yeah. I think I, I think I said that. You said that. And when they spend 300 million on the film. <laughs> yeah. You don't expect things like that. No. You shouldn't be getting things like that. No. So again, not a good night for Spectre, I'm afraid. <laughs> Goes home with two awards, but uh, I don't think they'll be very pleased with either. No. Uh, mention Krampus <laughs> when uh, when young Max gets dropped down the into the pit. Yeah, yeah, but I thought the biggest mention was Matt Damon, wasn't it? You know when Matt oh, Damon got go, saved yeah. in the Martian. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. that's worse. That was that was. I think yeah, I think that's shocking. That that was pretty close to me. Yeah, yeah that's got to be worse than Krampus because Krampus is Kramp- like Krampus was deliberate. Yeah, that was that was worse than Krampus when Matt Damon gets rescued. Um, it reminded us of Gravity for its unrealisticness. It did, and again, it just looked awful. Yeah, yeah, looked very bad. Really, really poor. But sorry, Spectre, not as bad as you. <laughs> Uh, so the next award is for the most disappointing year, and the the film that Oscar goes to, Jeff Daniels, mm. who we believe had a very poor year in what we've seen him in. Yeah. yeah. Um, most notably, The Martian. Yeah. I mean, I remember the NASA coming chief. out of that, and he, it, he his, was his performance was so dull, and dull, dull, very dull. He seemed really disinterested throughout the whole film, considering the role that he was playing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jack. Keep me sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the other film that we watched where he wasn't very great was Steve Jobs. He was better than Marshall. He was. Then. He was a lot better than Marshall. Who did he play in Steve Jobs? He was Steve Jobs. Yeah, something like that. No, he's really bad in Steve Jobs as well. Yeah. <laughs> next, uh, the next award is for the um, the biggest eye-rolling moment of the year. <laughs> An award very close to my heart. Yeah, and uh, this year, it, it's got to go to um, Burnt for a very specific scene in which uh, Bradley Cooper presents uh, Sienna, a daughter of character played by Sienna Miller, with a birthday cake in a high-end restaurant at rush hour. Yeah, we talked about it. Obviously, it's uh, a very bad scene in the review, but this was. Just awful. He takes like twenty minutes or most more to make a cake that good mm. out of his job. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there were some pretty massive eye rolling moments in the Ridiculous Six, but <laughs> this, this was just unwatchable. Yeah, it was, it was, it was creepy. It was boring. It was unnecessary to the story. Unrealistic, and it just yeah, and unrealistic, and just made no sense. And it had that. A child actor in it. And, it, and it wasn't even short. It wasn't even over quickly. No, it was. It, it really it, dragged it, on. It tortured you. Yeah. Oh, it was awful, and it and it was, and then it had cheesy lines from a little kid being a smart ass. I've had said her in the face, and he was he was oh. he was like licking his finger while staring at. Us. Yeah, it was so really weird. it was weird. It was a really weird scene. So I, I, didn't, I didn't see this film, but I could just feel the awkwardness. And the you, you, you've got to watch the film I'd, just yeah, for that I'd, scene. I'd, I'd, no, <laughs> don't. <laughs> find a, seen, find um, a clip on YouTube. Have you ever seen Chef? No, I have with um, the woman of Modern Family in. Yes, She's in. is it similar to that? Not at all. No, no. 
Well, in the sense that it's uh, there's a lot of food porn in it, yeah, then yes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. that. But Chef, uh, done by John Favreau, who I very much, whom I very much like, is a comedy, mm. and it's really funny. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was all right. And that's that's like that's that is an enjoyable film that you can just kind of sit back, relax, and mm. watch. That is a really enjoyable film. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, whereas this was not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next film, my Oscar, goes to the weakest genre of the year. And um, it won't come as a surprise to you because we've discussed this at length in a few of our episodes this year. Yeah. Is comedy by far? I mean, what a shame because I'm a big comedy fan, big comedy lover. I am. At least my favorite genre. And it was shocking year. Yeah. Dire, really dire. And we've ended on what was supposed to be a comedy. You know, just put Krampus aside for a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really poor. Yeah. It's. I don't know what's what they're trying to do now. It's. It's all like. Just ridiculous one-line cheesy Americans, and they didn't know what else. I don't think that there was a lot of that, and then like, and then like like shock value comedy. I think they've like forgotten how to do a good comedy. Mm. It's, it's actually really worrying. It's worrying. It is worrying. As I'm, much as I love Krampus, and I know you said put it to one side, but as much as I loved it, there's no way really that film should have been the funniest one we've seen. No, yeah, even looking at, at Krampus, mean? that's not like a, that's not like a, a proper mainstream comedy. No, I mean there's a, the, as Henry. Quite rightly said in the review, that's a Marmite film, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like the majority of people probably hated it. We, yeah. we, we, we it's, liked it. It's but... a sad. It's a sad year for comedy. It's, it, and I mean, really, 2016 is going to be interesting to me. You know, I, mean, I really hope they can step it up again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really, really do. And we had Trainwreck. We had Vacation. Both Awful. of which were absolutely just... anything. The ridiculous fucking six. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just. Um, a really sad year for comedy, and I do hope that next year it turns it around. Because if it doesn't, I really am worried. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully we've not just been watching the wrong films, and actually there have been a shitload of great yeah, comedies. I'm, sh- I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have. No, no, they haven't. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, I can't think of one, and um, I just sincerely hope it picks up again. Okay. Fingers crossed. Okay, our next film night Oscar is for the most confusing casting. Of 2015. Of 2015. <laughs> and the winner, hands down, <laughs> representing Great Britain, Yorkshire, <laughs> Sean Bean. For his role in The Martian. For his role, whatever role it was, <laughs> what he was doing in that film, know. who knows, but Sean Bean is the standout How did winner. he get that part? Even his first scene, I can still remember it because yeah. he was oh, sat yeah. That was the best scene in the whole film. With Jeff, with Jeff Daniels and Kristen Wiig and they were doing that Verbal volley in tennis. It was like he was and he was tennis. just sat there. No, but what was even, but what was even better was that he wasn't even in that scene to begin with. He <laughs> walked in halfway through and sat down and then started looking confused. <laughs> so I remember just sat there in the cinema thinking, Sean Bean just strolled on set. It was <laughs> the wrong film. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> His face was just a picture. He was, he what was the fantastic. What was he doing in that? They, end, they could have cast any American bloke <laughs> to play that role. And we, we picked Sean Bean. I feel like they picked him just so they could do that Lord of the Rings joke. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, oh God, yeah, I remember that. No, and then at the end when he's teaching some guy how to drive in golf. Good <laughs> shot, son. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. And so in future year, well, next year, and future Film Night Awards, this award will be renamed. The Sean Bean Award. The Sean Bean Award. Yeah. I think that's fair, in isn't recognition it? recognition of this hero. Yeah, this <laughs> great... I, 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 I genuinely can't wait to see who wins the Sean Bean Award. The national year. treasure. <laughs> Sean Bean wins it again. He might do. 
it'll, it'll pop up in the Revenant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Next award. Uh, this is for best scene of 2015. And it is the scene in which the audience finds out in Suffragette that the uh, the uh, the child is being adopted. This was so powerful. It was. It's also it's also the point where um, Maud Watts finds out. Yeah, Maud Watts finds out. Yeah, because um, Maud goes round to the house. Mm. It's just on the child's birthday. She's got yeah. a toy. He's, he, he, sort of... he's he's the last good thing in her life. Yeah. yeah it was... At this point, that's all she's got left. Is, yeah, yeah. Is and it's his child. birthday. Yeah, building up throughout the whole film, and it's just such an emotional scene and a powerful scene. Because she goes in happy because I get to see him now. Yeah, I'll yeah. give him his present. Yeah, and, and the foster family's already there, stood there. It was so powerful. Yeah, and acted brilliantly, not just by her, but I thought the child was good. Child it was, was very, very good. good. Yeah, and the husband as well. The husband was yeah. played very well. Yeah, Q. Yeah, <laughs> Q. Yeah, yeah. Sense, it? Um, it was a, it was, um, uh, it was very, very emotional. Fantastic scene, and I did have a tear in my eye when I was watching it. I must admit, I did as well. And yeah. I didn't see it coming. No, no. I mean, that's why it was so hard hitting. Yeah, mm. I no. thought it can't get that. Worse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very, came very out of nowhere. Awesome. Yeah. I've got a few um, a few special mentions for this one, and it's uh, the uh, the first one is the bar fight near the start of Legend. Um, when he's, when Ron, Red, Ronnie walks off, describing it as a western. Yeah, yeah, great scene. Um, mm-hmm, yes, really, really fun. Yeah, and Reggie's pouring his own pint. That's nice yeah. chilled. Yeah, that's beginning set. Yeah, love that scene. Yeah, that was that was definitely a great scene, and uh, and the other one was also for Legend. Um, was uh, the fight between the Cray twins? Yeah, this came pretty close for me for uh, winning the award. I think it, it was because, second. It was very close. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it's uh, the, the the closest one to the to best scene. Yeah, um, it's just so not. Well, it's not got the same the same power as. Uh, but it was so well acted, so well edited, very well edited. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be amazing. Massive credit goes I couldn't to believe the production it. team. Yeah, how they managed to do that is just. Incredible! It looked, it looked, and, really it, and it, it did have and a great performance, and it did have that yeah, shock factor because I remember us saying, you know, the brothers—they're not actually going to fight, are no. they? Yeah, and then suddenly started tearing it down. Yeah, and you you started to kind of feel slightly uncomfortable, mm. um, because the brothers yeah. have been so close throughout the whole film. Yeah, yeah. and then there was also a, a couple of aspects of humor to it as well, mm. and everyone else in that scene just let them get on with it, didn't they? And just sort of stood back. Yeah, it was great. That was a great scene. Mm. Um, but yeah, it does go to Suffragette because that was just. But I mean, I, I know what you're saying. You know, for the Suffragette one, how powerful it was. This bat scene in Legend comes at a pretty, pretty pivotal time in the film, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, it does. It does. He's just come. Is it Reggie that comes just back out of prison? Yeah. While and he's, he's, he's ruined his club. He's ruined his club. Yeah. He's ruined it. Ruined it into the ground. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're quite right. It's very it's close. a lot of anger and a lot of emotions that run through that scene. And and, and, and Ronnie starts slagging off his wife. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's that aspect to it as well. Yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah. You, you're right. It's, it's very close. Very close. It's yeah. But Suffragette just edges out mm. on that one. Okay. So the next award is going to best director, mm. and the winner, the Filmlight Oscar, goes to Sarah Gavron for um, Suffragette. The, the main, the, the uh, runners-up of kind of what we've been talking about mainly yeah. as the J- best things. J.J. Abrams came close. Yeah. Um, Danny Boyle for Steve Jobs. Of course. Yep, and um, also Brian Helgeland for Legend. All, mm. all three of those films were so well directed, but we, again, we've given it to Suffragette. Just, I just, I think, just because of it was such a subtle film. It, although it was such a powerful story and it had such powerful scenes, the way they did it was really like. I don't think there was one single part of the uh, direction and 
and movements and placements of everyone and cinematography that was a down point on the film. No. It, it, was, it was honest, it was an incredible film. It I don't really think was. there was really properly with Legend either. However, uh, one point to bring up is that the, the way that it shows the ending and it has the... Oh, has yeah. the really, the way the way the way footage. yeah the way they they all they always explain what happens next mm. in these types of films. It was just um, in a more creative way with yeah, Suffragette, definitely. and it was just it's something I've not seen before. Yeah, no. so that was that was but great. E- e- even the really last bit where we list yeah the countries yeah that's yeah. what I mean as well. I mean, yeah. The way to do that in a list is even that's powerful because the list seems never ending. And it's all these countries of women haven't got the vote, and yeah. you're, and you're, and you're, thinking, and you're just thinking, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And, and you think, insane. and you think, as it's getting closer to the present day, you think, oh, it's going to end in a minute, and it keeps getting yeah. closer. And you think, Jesus, yeah, still, still, there's still countries, yeah, and you, yeah, it was done in a very clever way. Just a fantastic film, probably the most underrated film of the year, definitely. Um, one did, that, one that came the, out with hardly any me, any media retention or it didn't, it didn't all. have the marketing it deserved. No, it, it's a story that. I remember we said it's a, real time, shame. a story that everyone should know about. You should watch it. Yeah, yeah, you really should. I, I truly enjoyed it. And that's a good idea for the really Maybe it. next year we'll have most underrated. Yeah, looking forward to getting that on uh, Blu-ray. Yes. Mm, I'd definitely love to watch that again. Yeah. Our next film night Oscar is for the best actor. Getting into the proper ones now. Yeah, we're getting into the, the home straight, the, the big boys <laughs> and girls who win these awards. Uh, very prestigious, very prestigious award. Yep. <laughs> and the winner for the film night Oscar for best actor... Goes to Tom Hardy for his portrayal of the Cray twins in Legend. Absolutely no doubt in my mind about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, no. for, for me, this is a, a no-brainer. It's just such an easy choice. Yeah, yeah it really is. Um, but we've said before, you, the way he, he, he manages to portray the different personalities in those two yeah. contrasting brothers and, is just and although incredible. It, although it's the same actor, you wouldn't think, think it because they're so different. Mm. And he manages to make them so different. Yeah. It's so talented what he does with that. It is fantastic. And as well for Tom Hardy, I mean, he's also been in Mad Max, Mad Max Rod Fury. Well, yeah, yeah. Another, yeah, another great performance. Yeah. And we didn't mention However subtle it was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And just a couple that came close for us was Michael Fassbender for his role as Steve Jobs. Yeah, very good performance. He was yeah. really good. And Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies as well. Yeah, the Soviet, even better. Superb. The Soviet spy, yeah. Superb acting. Mm. Soviet Scottish. Unfortunately, uh, Mr. Hardy can't be with us tonight to accept this award. Yeah. But he has sent us this video message. Yeah. Hello, good evening. Um, <clears throat> right, I'm, um, I'm honoured to be here tonight to accept the Film Night Oscar. Um, Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, sit down now, Tom. Now, I think we can all agree that the term visionary is tossed off uh, a bit too casually these days. So, uh, in this case, the accolade uh, not only fits, I think it's an understatement. Uh, Tom, come on, don't milk it, lad. <laughs> Everyone likes a drink, no one likes a drunk one. <laughs> <laughs> right. The next award uh, is for Best Actress. Um, no awards for anyone who can guess who's going to win this. It's uh, Carrie Mulligan. For portrayal of Maud Watson suffragettes, outstanding. Yeah, very, I thought very she was much. fantastic. She was. She really brought the character to life. Yeah, Carrie Mulligan was was fantastic in that film. Yeah. Um, someone now who, that, who I've sort of seen a few things before. Watch suffragette, you know, British drama. Sort of yeah. Um, but someone now I'd like to keep a, a, a close eye on uh, for 2016. 
see what roles she lands and her portrayal of Maud Watts was just fantastic. It, it was. was it was stunning to watch. Yeah, really she really was. drew you in and she really made you feel for the character and were there any um nominations or oh, sorry, um, yeah mentions. Uh yeah. Uh, special mention has to go to Emily Browning for Legend. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Reggie's wife, yeah. Yeah, because she was very good. She was excellent. Again, yeah. I've not seen her really do a great performance in anything before. No. So perhaps that was another surprising one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she was really good in Legend, actually, yeah. Okay. I think you wanted to mention Amanda Seyfried for Ted 2 as well, Jack, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that, that, that doesn't really come close to really, no, the no, others for me. No, it doesn't come close, but uh, I thought she was very good in that film. Yeah, so just a quick mention of her. She was, she was, yeah, she was good in that. I didn't really expect her to be funny, but she was actually, so... Yeah. Next award. Um, not one that anyone ever wants to win, but someone has to. It's worst performance of the year. <laughs> a classic Oscar. <laughs> yeah, a classic. Um, and there was some debate about this after seeing tonight's film, but we've decided to stick with our guns, and we've gone for Abby Cornish for Solace and her role as Agent Catherine Cowles. <laughs> oh, my God. It was God. awful. She was so wooden, so robotic. Yeah. Honestly, shocking. Shocking. Yeah. What more can you say about it? Just wooden and just all on the same level, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, a mention must go to Amy Schumer. Uh, yeah. It was more the bad writing than the acting. In I think. I think. Yeah. I think that's more something yeah. you you felt rather than me because I think I don't think it was particularly her performance that was so terrible. No. Yeah. It was it was just the film and, and but she had written it. I know that's not the acting, but mm. that was more the the error, I think. And Kristen Wiig for The Martian. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be up there. Really bad. Very she, surprising from her. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. She didn't have a great 2015. No, so it's shocking. She ran Jeff Daniels close for that. <laughs> yeah, for that award. Yeah. No, she was really bad in The Martian. Actually. She was. Yeah, she was. Very bad. And we're going to see her in 2016 as a Ghostbuster. Oh, Christ, yeah. Um, I'm a uh, bit concerned about that, but that's for another episode. Well, we'll see in the future. So, yeah. Well done, Abby. <laughs> um, the next film night Oscar is for the best script of 2015. And the award goes to Legend. Another award for Legend. It's uh, Deservedly so. Tom Hardy is picking up a lot of things tonight. Tom, do you want to come and do another speech, mate? <laughs> no, sit down. Come on. Well, he's, uh, he's accepting it on behalf of the writers, but yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'll be here tonight. <laughs> Neither can he, so he's accepting it anyway. There's only so many seats in Richard's front room. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was a great script. It was very, some yeah. very standout moments in that. Mm. And one that ran close for us was, uh, was Krampus. Yeah, because it was just just genuinely some hilarious yeah. moments of dialogue. Yeah, it, it really was brilliant. Um, this this is where film night Oscars stands apart from the uh, the regular old Oscars. Yeah, rubbish. Uh, because they they never include comedy stuff in this kind of thing. No. But it's it's, it's deserved it sometimes. Yeah. Save because you won't get a mention. No, yeah, it's yeah. for his role as Howard. And that is an outrage. Yeah. Um, what about and this? also that's a horror as well. So yeah, um, we're now down to the final two awards. Ooh. Yeah. So shame it's it's over so quickly, but you know we've got to stop sometime. We've got lives to get to. <laughs> uh, the second to last award is for the worst film of 2015, and uh, <laughs> there are some contenders. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll go for the, the other contenders first. Actually, um, the first the the, the main uh, contender, which just missed out on the award. Is uh, Solace. 
Truly, yeah. truly awful film. Yeah. It, was, it was an absolute shocker. It was. And not just for Abby Cornish. I mean, I remember thinking, why the hell was Anthony Hopkins and Colin Farrell? Oh, what are they doing in it? Yeah. I don't know. But even there, even Most them as actors, casting. even them as actors couldn't help it help the film in any way. It was and Colin, and Colin, to be honest, um, Anthony Hopkins wasn't even that great. No. no, and Colin Farrell came about an hour in. Colin Farrell was yeah, oh, was God, yeah, he did yeah. He was his belly in it. He was the best part of the film. Anthony Hopkins <laughs> had some really poor dialogue, if I remember. Yeah, the the interaction the between the two of them was the best part of the film, but it was just an awful film. Um, you know. Hopefully we'll be able to see uh, Colin Farrell in Lobster sometime soon. Yeah, fingers crossed we can watch that. You know, so let's redeem yourself, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was that was one of the um, runners-up for worst film. Uh, the other runner-up is Sinister Two. Oh yeah, terrible, terrible. And I'd also like, I'd also like to give another mention to Vacation. Okay. Um, it was just dreadful, but Richie, yeah. take it away with the winner. All right, we'll hit you with the winner of worst film of the year. The Ridiculous Six. <laughs> Up until a couple of hours ago, it was yeah, Solace. It was Solace. It? Solace was going to be the, the, the big winner. Uh, so you just missed out on that one, Solace. Shame. Yeah. I think it, it wouldn't have been right if we hadn't given that award to, to The Ridiculous no. Six. No, especially so, when we were considering turning it off, yeah. which yeah, we've not done before. Yeah, I remember turning around to you guys at one point saying, is this going to be the first film but we don't finish yeah. to review? I mean, it was literally that bad. And, and you, you, we couldn't have rated it. If, if I was on my own watching that, I would have turned it off. Yeah, I, I would have as well. And, and, and like, I yeah. think the majority Absolutely. of people have been watching mm-hmm. that yeah. with people on yeah. Netflix. They would have turned it off because it was that bad. If because it was, in most parts, it wasn't even like it's it's so bad, but you watch it because it's yeah, bad. And, nothing, you, and you, watch, you watch it crash. It was just boring. There's nothing to cling on to, was there? It was boring for a lot of it. Yep. Yeah. If, if, if truly shocking. If it wasn't yeah. film, shocking though, film, we all would have switched off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is it. Our final award of 2015. That's what we've all come here for. Yeah. And it's the biggest one. It's the Film Night Oscar for Best Film of 2015. And the winner is... Legend. Mm. Woo! Woo! Yeah, it's... Tom, uh, sit down, lads. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's taking home a lot of awards tonight, but... Tom! <laughs> Christ! Right, someone get security. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking home a lot of awards tonight, but... It deserves every single one of them, because it was just immense film yeah and I, I really want to watch it again I mean yeah we've, we've, we've praised well, it we've said it we've, we've, said we've praised it with every possible praise you can give yeah um, I, I, I just was loving it throughout the whole thing great film yeah absolutely. it really was fantastic um, um, one that comes close Suffragette I'd say for me Suffragette I think Suffragette's the one that I'm really came closest. Yeah, the, the closest. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, Suffragette I'm, was amazing. Yeah, well, I'm thinking Suffragette, and also for me, Star Wars. Star Wars, of course. Yeah, Star Wars was great. It was. It was. So three fantastic films. Yeah. And there's, there's also a film. I'm, I mean, I, I saw separately. I saw Ex Machina, which was released yes, in, I love in 2015. Gone Girl. Really? So um, that that was, uh, was that, 2014. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, so so that would be a con- that would be a contender for you as well. Yeah, definitely. It would actually. I've got to check this fucking film. Ex Machina was fantastic. It yeah. really. If you get a chance to watch it, Richie, watch it. It's a yeah. great film. I think it's on Sky's moment. I'd mm. definitely give that a watch. It's, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah check that one out. But uh, the award goes to Legend. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, that's it. Yeah, it's the end of. Uh, I mean, we're not going to please everyone with those awards because no. we can't watch every film. That's we haven't seen every film. No, oh no. These, just to be clear, this is based on our opinions. Yeah, of films that we as a podcast have reviewed. Yeah, 
I mean, that's the thing about our podcast so all the time. It's always just our opinion. Yeah, we the, li- the likes of Black Mass, Anomalies, and yeah. others that we haven't watched. It's a shame that we haven't got a chance to watch them, mm. but... That's life. We, yeah, that's life. And I'm sure we're going to talk about them in the future sometime. It's yeah. just a shame that they won't be able to make it to the film night Oscars. No. Mm. And, and when you, um, you know, when you do a once a week podcast and not every film that we review is this year, when it comes to the, the awards, there aren't a lot of options, really. No. Well, to be fair, we only started the podcast halfway through the year anyway. It was like late uh, May, wasn't it? Yeah. Late May. And then it wasn't until episode seven where we even reviewed a new film. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so this year is a bit of a anomaly, Anomalisa. Huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, we didn't even review watch. that one, um, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure we'll have a lot more to, that, to delve into next year. Yeah, for the next for the for the film like Oscars of 2016. And please, if you have any disagreements or if you want to get your opinion across, yeah. please uh, email or just tweet us and let us know what you thought should have won. Oh yeah, of course, we'd love to hear that. Mm. Um, uh, before, before we just With, end, sorry, hashtag film my Oscars, please. <laughs> uh, before we just end this uh, now, I'd just like to maybe get your opinions on um, anticipated films of 2016. Anything you're looking forward to? Uh, yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Definitely good. looking forward to that. The Revenant. In the very near future. You seem to have warmed a lot to The Revenant yeah. since the first time we watched the trailer. Well, true, true, yes. Um, the first trailer. There's only been one trailer. Was it more of a teaser? Two, trailer, two, two. Yeah, we I watched think, two. I think I was. Yeah, I think after watching the second one, which sort of gave a little bit more, and also it's just the fact it's got Tom Hardy and Leonardo. I think it's Leonardo, a good friend of mine. First name terms. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. I invited him on long time. He couldn't make it. Um, I don't know why. Actually, it just appeals. He probably didn't think he was going to win. It just appeals to me. Um, <laughs> it really appeals to me, and I'm very intrigued by it. You said it might not be. It's not usually the thing you would go for. That sort no, of. No, but. It wasn't, and when I watched the teaser trailer, it sort of left me a bit cold. But after watching the second one, I'm, I'm really interested in it. Yeah, well, yeah, I think um, so. one that one that I'm really looking forward to seeing, which is probably going to be one we're going to review soon. Is, I know uh, this is Dave Light. Absolutely, yeah. as a massive Tarantino I, fan, yeah. I just cannot wait. For I can't it. wait. I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, absolutely. There must be more. Of them. Well, there's more. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm also excited to see uh, the third Captain America uh, film. Possible, in, yeah. Interested to see how that. That'll play out. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see um, think the trailers that we've watched in recent weeks of uh, BFG, mm. and things like Jungle Book. These ones that are getting, see how they pan out, getting remade. It'll be interesting to see how, yeah, how they pan out. Yeah, um, so I think we've got a lot to look forward to in the in the next year. Fingers crossed, comedy sorts his acts out. Yeah, please sort yourself out, comedy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, that that just about does it for the film night Oscars 2015. Yeah, we'll see you next year. Alright, um, and uh, I guess it's also uh, it's also where we'll leave this uh, this episode. So I guess I'll move on to say, if, yeah, if you want to email us, uh, email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk for any reason whatsoever. Follow us on Twitter, filmnight underscore, and uh, all that jazz. Snapchat if you want, Jack. I know you're very keen for me to to put that out every no, week. No, you can stop plugging it now. Oh, but, okay, but we have got a good story this week. If you want to watch it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, so yeah uh, unless anybody has anything else they want to say just happy new year to all the listeners of course yeah Yeah. have a good have a good new year yeah it's goodbye from me and of course happy new year it's goodbye from me and a happy new year it's goodbye from me happy new year
Ja. Oh, kein Brown. Mm. <lacht> <lacht>